It's the holiday season, which means lots of family together time and big expectations. And so many of us are feeling angsty because lots of family together time and big expectations. Today, we're revisiting the topic of boundaries with the goal of empowering our listeners to approach the holidays with a little more confidence and a little less dread. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. Hey, Jess. Hey, Andrea. We are firmly in the middle of holiday season right now. We are. I know. By the way, just listening to your calendar and all the things that you've got coming up, I'm like, woo, we are Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, girl. We are. I don't know why I decided to detail my calendar for you. I liked it. Okay. I think I started to get overwhelmed by the number of things that you have to do. (laughs) I think I was just talking to talk, which I do. It's fine. (laughs) You know, we have recently done an episode about how crazy the expectations are around the holidays and how burnt out we feel. But there's this other layer of dealing with the holidays that we did not touch on at all. Let's do this. That is family together time. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay! Family together time. <laughs> do you remember during 2020 when a lot of people did not see their family for the holidays? And Oh, do I? Yeah. A lot of people that I worked with at that time were like, this was the best mm-hmm. year I've ever had. It was my husband's favorite year of all. Truly, Mm -hmm. because we didn't have to deal with these situations that come up year after year after year that a lot of times are uncomfortable and loaded and we dread. Yes. And we got to just chill by ourselves and be with our families and it was low key and it was less drama. And I find a lot of people are kind of longing for that now, which means we got to have a conversation about boundaries. (laughs) I know. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. We got to revisit them. I'm not actually wanting there to be another pandemic. No. That was is terrible. that the only way that we can get some relief around the holidays is that we don't see anybody because the world is falling apart? I hope not. No, that's all or nothing thinking, right? Yes. There has to be balance. There has to be a happy medium, but it's important to recognize if anybody felt a sense of relief during that time, it's important to recognize. Absolutely. Okay. So quick review. What is a boundary? Wait, am I supposed to answer that? You can, or do you want me to? (laughs) So I just had like this almost PTSD moment of school when I didn't read the chapter I was supposed to read and the teacher (laughs) called on me and I was like, oh God, I don't know the answer. Am I supposed to be answering? (laughs) I mean, how would you say it? So I have a hard time with the word boundary. I really do. I think it has become such a buzzword and a cliche Mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to define boundary because I think sometimes I naturally am just like, if I have like a visceral response to the word boundary. But to me, a boundary is 
being in tune with how I feel about certain situations. And it's really about getting in touch with myself and what I want and not necessarily the expectations that others have for me. Yeah. That's how I would define it. Yeah. It's that imaginary line between me and you. And in order to set one, I have to first claim awareness of everything on my side of the line and allow myself to have ownership of it. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's so Mm -hmm. often used as a way of saying, I want you to do X, Y, or Z. That's how people misuse it. And the truth is it's about, I know myself and am in control of my own time and energy and my own relationships and all of those things. That's it. So when we talk about a boundary, Mm -hmm. I think I just have this feeling towards it because it's another pop culture thing that was used almost as a, I don't want to say weapon, but it was used as a reason for people to be assholes. I don't want to do this. I don't Mm -hmm. like how this feels. And therefore, I am setting a boundary. And every part of me wants to say, no, you're being an asshole at this (laughs) moment. That is not a boundary. To me, a boundary is all about the importance of going within yourself, getting in tune with yourself, not focusing on other people and what they can do differently, more about how do I feel in this situation and how can I alter it or say something to feel differently. Yes. Just because you know you want something doesn't mean you can communicate it in any sort of way with any sort of hope that it's going to go well. Yeah. And sometimes, guess what? We have to do things we don't want to do. Right. I feel like there's a whole generation who needs to hear that. Like Mm -hmm. that just is not everything's going to be happy and joyful. Some things you just have to do. Right. That's actually something that I've struggled with quite a bit. I can get very black or white thinking. I can get very expressive, sometimes explosive. You should check out our episode on communication if you want a little more insight into that. But I and a lot of the people that I work with can be like, this is a hard no for me. When the truth is that we are a member of oftentimes a partnership or a family system and there are some things that we have to compromise on, some things that we have to bend on. And, you know, the flip side of that is the person who feels like they can't speak up for themselves in any way. They have to agree to everything. They're just totally at the will of other people. And so a good boundary helps all of us to operate well inside of our family systems that can tend to be a little bit something. Especially right now when it's just Mm. really, there's a lot of stress on everybody right now. And when we're all stressed, when we're burnt out, when we're not eating our best or we're not getting enough sleep, we have a lower level of tolerance for Mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. And that is important to recognize. So a lot of times I see people try to set boundaries and it's how they do it Mm -hmm. that just doesn't work. You Mm -hmm. can't scream it at somebody because I tell you what, would you listen if somebody screamed something at you? Right. I go backwards. I'm like, dude, whoa, what's up with you? Right. And our world has been really insane for definitely the last three years. And I feel like it gets more intense every minute. We're coming closer to political season, which seems to never end in the U.S. There's war in the world. There's just so many issues. And I do think that like being on the internet primarily for a couple of years really empowered people to just dig in on a position or an issue and 
plug their ears and scream at other people. But now we need to sit around the dinner table with those same people. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn how not to do that. And go back to some of the things that we used to do, like not talk about certain topics at the dinner table because yes. it's not about that. Yes. Not a time to get on a soapbox about yes. something. And the downfall of the damn internet during that period of time is I don't care what your thoughts are or your opinion is, you can find evidence to support it regardless. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes we just got to agree to disagree and that's okay. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about some of the different zones where we might need boundaries over the holiday season. Okay. One of the areas is time and energy. Mm-hmm. So events that you have to attend or want to attend, food you have to make, expectations that fall upon you at school, work events, etc. Yeah, a lot is being asked of our time. And we're the only ones who know if those expectations are realistic and when we need to say no to things. Yeah, and a lot of times it's energy, Mm -hmm. right? So noticing how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis and knowing there's just a lot of demands on us all at this time of year, which Mm -hmm. means what we may be able to do in June is different than what we're able to do from a time and energy space in December. Right, totally. And because we've owned this before, neither you nor I is that good at managing a calendar. We tend to say yes to everything as it rolls in one at a time or say yes to something a long way ahead of time. And then you get to the point where things are happening and there's just another thing to do. It's another thing to make, another thing to show up for, another event on your calendar. And sometimes we have to be ready to say no, or maybe just say yes a little bit less. I mean, I understand we're in the holiday season right now, so some of us are screwed. But hopefully we know you can still say no to stuff. I feel like some of this is because of the messaging that we received for a chunk of time. I can't remember when it was. That was all about say yes. Mm. Say yes. Yeah, I say no. Remember that? I don't remember what it was. But now I'm like, (laughs) screw that. That was terrible advice. Yeah, I don't want to come from a place of yes. I want to come from a place of no. The other weird thing about this is that There's a lot of expectations on our time and energy that are set because something is recurring. We always go to grandma's house first on Christmas Day, and then you go to your in-laws, and then you go to like, oh, that's awful. Or you always run this event, Jess. So, you know, you're just going to keep doing it forever and ever. And it's not true. You don't have to. No. This is me with Christmas cards. Ooh. I no longer send them. (gasps) I do not send them. And I've got lots of reasons, but I also don't want anybody to feel bad who who loves to send them. One, they are exhausting. Mm -hmm. They are expensive. Mm -hmm. They end up in landfills majority of the time. And I work in a world of sudden and traumatic loss. This is my busy season. Yeah. And I will just add a little note that when you're sending Christmas cards... Just be aware of anybody who maybe just experienced a loss Mm. because getting those joyful, happy family pictures in the mail can actually be really, really hard when you have somebody missing from yours. Oh, So I stopped sending them. Yeah. I love them. I send them. It's too much for us every year and I do it anyway. Yeah. Because I love when we get them in our house and I love to put them up and it makes me feel warm and cozy and special and it's also crazy. Last year, actually, a boundary I set around that was that my husband was the one who was like, we have to have Christmas cards. I didn't want to. I made them. 
I don't know why that design process feels so hard, but I did it. And then I said, if you want these to be sent, you need to do the like addressing and the stamping and put them in the mail. And he did. And it was amazing. Yeah. You mentioned finances. You mentioned that these things are expensive. They're unbelievably expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But this is another area where we might have to set a boundary. Sometimes you are in the family gift exchange and then, you know, Aunt Sue is like, I really think we should spend $50 and we should have two presents each this year. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Just because someone expects you to spend money does not mean that you have to. Exactly. And I don't know a person right now in the world who isn't feeling that. Everything Mm -hmm. is a stretch for everybody in some way, shape, or form. And it's important to recognize that that is not a result of us and how hard we've worked or self-worth or what we're able to do. That's just a result of the reality of the financial state of everything right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes there's an expectation of time spent together, but if that involves flying your whole family across the country, that's a financial boundary. That's a yeah. time boundary. That's a relational boundary. This is another area where all of these things tend to intersect. And it's just about checking in and going, are we going to be strapped for the first three months of the year because my mom expects us to fly home and spend the week with her? And now all my PTO is gone and all of our money is gone and over this one holiday. Right. I set a boundary with that when my kids were young, and I still hold that boundary. It is very important for me to wake up in my own home. Mm -hmm. We celebrate Christmas in our home, so to wake up on Christmas Day, it's very important. And I set that boundary with my family, not being from here, that I will be here for Christmas. You are always welcome to come, not expected, Mm -hmm. but I want to be in my own home while my children are young and in my house. Yep. We set the same boundary. You know, a lot of my clients, as I've mentioned before, are in the same life stage that we are. And I do say, you know, you don't have to do that. Your mom or your mother-in-law or grandma expects this to happen. And you don't have to shuttle between two places. You don't have to travel across the country. You can say no. And you'll feel more confident doing that if you have some sort of process around setting a boundary. Absolutely. I think a lot of it is what you want to model as well. Mm -hmm. Having a boy and a girl, I really, really don't want my daughter to think it all falls on her and she has to bend over backwards and that you can't Mm -hmm. say no to something that you may have said yes to before. Mm. On the other hand, I don't want my son to think that it all will fall on his partner one day. So good. What we do right now, we're showing our kids. Mm Mm-hmm. I also don't want my kids to see that somebody can say something really offensive or drink way too much or whatever uncomfortable situation that we can get into with our extended family and that we just have to sit there and take it. Like we all did. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having some relational boundaries in place is really important too. Okay. So let's talk about how you implement a boundary. I think one of the things we really need to do is pause before saying yes or no to something. Mm -hmm. Very impulsive person over here. I've said that before. So I can very easily say yes to something without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And once committed to something, for me, it's harder to back out of it. And so in order to not have to necessarily set a boundary later, I need to take time before I respond to really Mm -hmm. evaluate, am I able to do this? Does this make sense? Yeah. And you can also take some time to reflect. What are you feeling anxious about with the holiday season coming up? 
What was the holiday season like last year? Maybe you already are saying, I know that we're expected to travel, or I know that so-and-so drinks too much and goes on a political rant every time that we get together, and I'm dreading it. Okay, well, that's a pretty good indicator that you're going to need to consider whether you say yes or no to that this year or whether something else needs to be at play. Yeah. And being able to plan out what do I not like about mm-hmm. the holiday season or certain events, well, you can plan for it too. You don't right. have to wait till the day of, hey, these are the topics that are off the table. We will not be discussing Yeah. Them. And I think that this is two pieces that we have to do. We want to do this reflection ahead of time. We want to get on the same page as our partner, especially if our partner's family is involved and they need to communicate a boundary. And we want to communicate that ahead of time. It's so much easier to have the first time that someone hears, hey, every time we get together, we start talking about religion and I just really don't want to do that at the table in front of our kids. So can we not this year? than for that to be happening at the table in real time, right? Mm-hmm. And also we have to point out that even if we plan for it or even if we ask for it, doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. And so then it's what are you going to do if it does too? So boundaries that we can set ahead of time, but also setting boundaries during. Yeah, I think you have to know what you're going to do if it doesn't go according to plan. Because most of us know that we can say that we want something and that doesn't mean that other people agree or even that they can adjust. If your mom always says, give granny a hug and you go, oh, I kind of don't want to do that. I want my kids to be able to choose who they hug or it doesn't matter. Let the kids stay up after their bedtime. If you know that that always happens, I mean, sometimes we have to give people some grace. They may not be able to not say that right off the bat. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Grace is important. Mm -hmm. Really important. I like to tell people inside my office when they will say, I'm worried about or I'm really afraid this is going to happen. I always say, play it out. Mm -hmm. Let's play it out. Okay. So let's say it does happen. How are you going to respond? And is there anything that you would do right now to try to change the likelihood of that happening? Mm -hmm. Is there a conversation you need to have with your partner? Is there a conversation you need to have with that person? Are there some decisions that need to be made? Maybe right now you don't show up because you play it out and every single year your dad gets shit-faced and belligerent and you go, "Mm, I don't think we're going to go to that dinner. Maybe we go by for breakfast. And it's only 45 minutes because we know he's probably not going to get shit-faced in those 45 minutes. Yeah, true. But let's say that you're in that moment where it's gotten uncomfortable. Something that you have maybe already addressed has come up and it's happening. What do you do? That's exactly what I often have people play out. What are you going to do? Because it's different for everybody. So not everybody is comfortable saying something directly. And that's okay. So how can you pick up Mm -hmm. plates and leave the room? How can you stand up for yourself or shut it down if need be? But not everything has to be a scene. Right. I think a lot of people hear boundary and think verbal. Mm -hmm. That's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just standing up and walking out of the room without making a scene is setting a boundary by saying, I'm not going to be part of this conversation. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a showdown. No. It could be. It might be. 
it might even be like, if it's really serious that you go, ah, oh, I'm feeling really tired. So I'm going to grab the kids and go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be direct. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sit down at the table and say, I don't want to argue over dinner or this is not the time and place to have this conversation or something like, wow, I am unclear how to respond. That was very unkind, right? You can practice saying those kinds of things mm-hmm. if your methods are more assertive or if that would work inside of your family system. But you can also, like you said, Jess, just, can I take your plate? Who needs a coffee? Kids, there's a great movie. I forgot that it's getting started. Let's go and put that on for you. Exactly. It doesn't have to be this big, you know, standoff. So we've touched on this a little bit, but Let's talk about a couple of the challenges that we can expect when we're trying to do holidays a little bit differently. I know that one challenge that we have within our home is the roles we fall back into when we're Mm -hmm. in our family of origin. And I have yet to see somebody not fall Mm -hmm. back into those roles. And so it can create a lot of stress on partnerships. And it certainly can with mine where the person you married is not the person who shows up for family dinner on that holiday. You're a little sister, right? Mm. (laughs) Do you really need to ask that? What is that like when you're spending time with your family? It's interesting because I I think I've said this before. I'm like the worst possible because I'm the youngest slash kind of only because my sister and I are seven years apart. Mm. So I was the only child starting in like sixth grade. But I'll say that's half the reason I have people come to me. I feel more in control in my own home environment, and I've recognized that. And the holidays make it easier for me to say I'm not leaving because I actually don't want to. I want to be in my home for my holidays. That's important. When I think back to the memories I have in childhood, a lot of them revolve around Mm -hmm. stuff in the home. It's harder not to fall back into patterns and behaviors that exist within my family system when I go back versus when people come here. But I also, I don't know if it's the younger sibling. It might be a younger sibling, but just my role within the family, I was kind of the butt of the jokes for a long time. And I would Mm. laugh about it and even contribute to it for a long time. And sometimes I still have to remind people that I don't like that and yet still will be called the sensitive Mm. one. So that will be a little bit challenging for me within my family. I know for me in my own family system, I'm the older sister. I have big sister energy and that's bigger at the holidays. So one of the things that I have to consider and set with myself is if I am saying things like, oh, no one needs to bring anything. I'm going to do it all. That's a boundary Hmm. I need to set with myself. That is me in that role of handling too much and taking it on and wanting it to be perfect and wanting everyone to say, wow, I can't believe you did all that. That is a real desire that I have. And so I have to set that boundary with myself. You know, when you're talking about it, I start thinking about how Mm -hmm. guarded I can be prior to Mm -hmm. anything even coming because you're like Mm -hmm. bracing for impact. And let me be clear, that's not a boundary. 
that's very much a reaction to other things that are going on. And that's important to notice when you're guarded and there's this anticipation anxiety happening prior to an event to say, wait a minute, do I need to be guarded? Or is this just a reaction to Mm -hmm. past experiences and not Mm -hmm. present day self that needs to be doing that? And sometimes you do need to be guarded. If you think back about last year and how you shared something with your mom and then she went and shared it with the whole extended family, you may say a boundary that I'm going to set this year, and I don't have to tell anybody this, is I'm going to share less. Yes. I'm going to keep it kind of surface level. I'm going to just chill on the information because I don't want that spread and I don't want to have to deal with that. So again, it just comes back to all that reflection, that inner thinking about Mm -hmm. what was it like last year? How did I feel? How do I want to feel? And what can I do to get closer to that? You won't get all the way there. This is the other thing that we should expect in implementing boundaries is that a lot of times there's a sense of, I want something and this is how it's going to be. And I'm going to just burn it down to get there. And somehow we also expect that other people accept that. Yeah, no, that's not realistic, Mm -mm. nor is it okay. And that's my problem circling back to the very beginning where I said that people have used boundaries or Mm -hmm. the word boundary to be assholes. Right. And people also have unrealistic expectations for boundaries. Just because you ask for it does not mean it's going to be respected. Right. It doesn't mean you don't ask for it, but manage your expectation for the other person's response because naturally we all push back when somebody sets a boundary. Right. That is normal human behavior. Yeah, it starts when we're little. Look at children. It is normal human behavior. You should expect it. When you set a new boundary, expect them to push back, which is not somebody not respecting it. It's a reminder. No, you have to keep setting it. For sure. And you just have to know what happens when it's not met. We also, though, can't expect that other people are going to be cool with it, right? It's not necessarily that someone is like, well, that's what you want. Well, I'm going to do the opposite. But You know, your mom or mother-in-law or dad or grandma, they might be hurt about it. They might get a chip on their shoulder. They might say things like, oh, well, last time I tried to help, Andrea said no, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm not allowed to do anything. Oh, my God. That made me like cringe. Mm -hmm. (gasps) So passive aggressive. It is, but people are passive aggressive. Majority of people are passive aggressive. Yes. They really are. We all are at times. People overreact. People say, well, if I can't do this, I can't do anything. They'll get mad. They'll say, you don't want to come and stay in my house? You want to stay in a hotel? Well, you're uninvited. Oh, whoa. Okay. They're allowed to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. They're they allowed are. to feel however they want to feel. Doesn't mean that the boundary was wrong. Doesn't mean that you said it wrong. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't have. But sometimes we have to like, we can reasonably predict how somebody's going to respond to the changes that we want to make. And sometimes we have to weigh it out. Is this response that I can reasonably predict I'm going to get something that I want to deal with? Or maybe I just let it go. Yeah. Because one thing I have learned is you really have to be in tune with why you Mm -hmm. are setting this boundary. And sometimes you have to communicate that why Mm -hmm. to the other person. So let me give you an example. When I have set a boundary with my older sister, I tend to Mm -hmm. be more emotional, Mm -hmm. hence my career path, right? She Mm -hmm. tends to be more logical. So she can talk about hot topics or things that can get people emotionally charged really easily. 
Same with my husband. And so those two together love to have conversations. Well, when I set the boundary of, hey, we're not Mm going to talk about this, she has naturally pushed back. Why? Like, why is this a big deal? So it took a while to not get Mm -hmm. defensive in return and to realize she genuinely didn't understand why it wasn't okay to talk about because in her mind, it was totally normal because she had no emotional connection to it. Versus for me, it brought up emotions and made it heavy and hard and Mm -hmm. lots would come out of me. So when I explained it from that, that this topic, for some reason, you don't have to defend it, for some reason brings up a lot of emotion for me that I don't want to bring up. And being okay also saying, and I know Mm -hmm. for you it doesn't, Mm -hmm. but for me it does. So because of that, I'm asking that we not go there. And when it's set like that with that why, it can Mm -hmm. be respected. And it has been. I've had more success just explaining why I need this. Mm -hmm. Not all the time. Sometimes you just say it and and people can just push back and be assholes. But sometimes they genuinely don't understand why you're setting that boundary. So we've got to deal with other people. But the last person who can thwart your boundary setting is you. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we go, I know what I want to do. We're going to go for the trip, but we're not going to stay at my relative's house. We're going to stay somewhere else. Then they say, are you sure? And you say, oh, no, 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 I'm not sure. It's fine. I'll come. We'll stay. It'll be good. Uh, It's fine. Right? It's very confusing. Yeah. You become guilty or you can feel sad. Like, A lot of us are dealing with these really primal longings around the holidays for how we want family to be. It's not how it is, but it's how we want it to be. And so we think about the holidays and we envision this like really wonderful togetherness time. And then when we set a boundary because it's not like that, well, now we have to confront the fact that our family isn't beautiful, wonderful togetherness time. And so then we go back on our boundary because we're like, never mind. I'll just do it one more time. Never mind. That feels too sad. Never mind. I feel guilty because they like looked at me just a little bit sideways. So we have to be prepared for our own reactions. This isn't necessarily easy. And yes, not every time is the juice worth the squeeze. Mm-mm. We don't have to do this about everything. We shouldn't. But sometimes we do need to know why we do it. And we do need to make wise choices. And we do need to prepare for the fact that we're going to be uncomfortable. And we got to hold strong. Yeah. Yes. I don't know anybody who is really comfortable with setting a boundary with somebody that they care about and love. It's not easy. It is not easy to do. So to the ladies who are listening to this episode, knee deep in the holiday season, we hope that talking this through, reviewing what a boundary is, how to set one, all the places you might need to set one. And some of the common challenges that we have in setting them empowers you to feel more like an active player in your holiday season and to have a little bit more happiness and joy and peace along the way. You've just finished an episode of the Honest Women podcast. We are so honored that you would spend this time with us. We have so much more where this came from and don't want you to miss a minute. So please, right now, take a second to follow the show. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating and a review. 
It's the best way to help other women find our show so they can join the conversation. And if you have a friend who could use a little more honesty in her life, and who couldn't, send this episode directly to her. Actually, send this episode to anyone you want to. Everyone's welcome here. We'll be back next Wednesday speaking some truth and feeling some feels. Until then, hang in there, ladies. This has been Honest Women.